Hi, my name is Anna Marcoline. I'm a psychotherapist and life coach who's been practicing for 25 years. This podcast is my way of continuing to pay it forward. I am here with you as a therapist and life coach, but I'm also coming to you as a wife, mother, daughter, sister, and a friend. I'm here with you and I want you to know that you're not alone. Welcome. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. Before I get started with my next conversation, I want to introduce you to my new partner, Athletic Greens, or as we call it, AG1. I first became interested in AG1 several years ago when I was listening to other podcast hosts talk about and sing the praises of this product. And I was instantly really curious when I heard many of the professional athletes that I follow talking about the benefits. So I wanted something that would promote better gut health in me because I deal with gut issues. I really wanted something that would help optimize my immune system. And I got to tell you, I hate taking 15 pills and vitamins every morning. I'm all about habits and I was not doing a good job. I was not taking my supplements seven mornings a week. And what I found is that the founder of Athletic Greens, he created AG1 when he himself was dealing with a ton of gut health issues. And what happened with him is what happened with me. He ended up on a really complicated supplement routine and it ended up costing him over a hundred dollars a day. There's so many things I could tell you about Athletic Greens, but one thing that's really important is that Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. Third-party testing is a really important term here. So it has over 7,000 five-star reviews. It's recommended by professional athletes, and it's trusted by leading health experts such as Tim Ferriss and Michael Gervais. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Anna. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash Anna to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. You won't regret it. Okay, on to the episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is episode number 83. Okay, it's just me alone with you today, yours truly, and I'm talking about all things related to anxiety. I'm talking about how to deal with anxiety in 2022. Okay, so anxiety and depression have been with us for many, many years, right? We know this. It's been around and it's something that I have been treating for as long as I've been in practice since 1995. What is different is that in 2022, after COVID, we're seeing this hockey stick uptick in anxiety and depressive disorders. So much so that it's actually difficult to find therapists for all of the people who need treatment and who want treatment. So I spend quite a bit of my time on the phone looking for therapists for family members and friends and family members and friends of clients uh, trying to find the right fit person for so many people today. It just seems to be all around us. So I want to talk very quickly about the, 
what I'm seeing in my practice, social media, social media as it relates to anxiety. So many of you know, and have heard about this whole comparing, especially with the younger people, I think I hear a lot of this, they go on Instagram, maybe, maybe a little bit on Snapchat, they go on TikTok, and they find that they're comparing and despairing, that everybody is showing their highlight reel. And although we know it in our heads, it still affects us in our hearts. It still bothers us because that person looks so amazing. Their hair is great. They have a great body or look at that house and look at these people on these like beautiful vacation locations. And I don't have a life like that. I don't have the money that they have. I could never do that. That's comparing despairing. That comes from anxiety. So many of us know about this. Many of us have heard about it from either our friends or our kids or and or we're experiencing it ourselves. This is what I want to talk about. What I find is that, and I do this too, I'll go on Instagram or I'll go on TikTok, which I started going on during during COVID and I love it because I went on there for some comic relief. I love the comedy that's on there. And I went on there just for some therapy of watching farm animals and horses. And I just found that to be very soothing to me during those uncertain times. But what's happening is that over the past couple of years, there's a lot of therapists on TikTok. And it's pretty cool to see. And there's a lot of life coaches and coaches of all sorts on TikTok. And they are giving such valuable information. Instagram the same. But what I find is that, and this is what my clients tell me, and this is what I'm seeing for myself too. The algorithm knows that you're watching these therapists or these coaches. The algorithm knows that you are liking the the episodes or the or the TikToks about anxiety. So they keep showing you more and more of it. When we have anxiety, seeing all of these going through your feed and seeing all these people talking about anxiety, that can be overwhelming. Overwhelm leads to more anxiety. So if you're already anxious and you're looking and you're listening to people talking about ways to overcome or deal with your anxiety, but then you just keep scrolling through and watching all these professionals talking about anxiety, you're not helping yourself. You're getting possibly into more overwhelm. So for example, okay, let's say, let's talk quickly about what anxiety is. So a generalized anxiety disorder is probably the most popular anxiety disorder that's out there. This is a diagnosable disorder that you can see a therapist for, use your insurance if you have health insurance, and and it's covered by your insurance. The symptoms of a generalized anxiety disorder, and that's just one, there's several disorders that fall under the anxiety category, uh, including panic and phobias. But for this episode, I'm just talking about anxiety, generalized anxiety. Some of the symptoms of a generalized anxiety disorder are restlessness or feelings of being keyed up, being easily fatigued, difficulty concentrating, or your mind, you feel like your mind's just going blank, irritability, muscle tension, sleep disturbances. Sleep disturbances, excuse me, can be difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep or restless, unsatisfying sleep that wakes you up in the middle of the night. All of those symptoms together, I think there's uh, there's six of them. You need to have three or more of those and you have to be feeling this way or experiencing these symptoms for more than six months at a time to receive this diagnosis. 
Okay, so that's actually a diagnosis. But what I see quite a bit of in my practice, whether it be therapy or my coaching clients, are other symptoms of anxiety that actually don't meet criteria in the DSM-5, which is the Bible of um, psychiatric diagnoses that you can get, like I said, insurance to pay for your treatment. Feelings of being overwhelmed, feelings of finding it hard to breathe. That's that's one. That's also um, here in the diagnosable side. But it's also one that's, I don't have it a lot. I haven't had it for six months. I, I, I feel like it's hard to breathe, but it happens like, I don't know, like twice a year. But I often feel overwhelmed. I often feel like I'm second guessing myself. Like I second guess a decision. I second guess what I said in a conversation with somebody. People pleasing. That's a huge part of being an anxious person. Always trying to please the people around you. It's exhausting. And that comes from anxiety within us. Um, Maybe another symptom could be this is one that I do because I deal with anxiety, low level anxiety, arriving early to appointments where I get really nervous. I don't want to show up late for an interview or for a doctor's appointment. And I get there way early. I'm sitting in the parking lot. That's because I'm anxious. And like I said earlier, another one that I hear a lot about from clients is going over conversations in your head. Should I have said that? Should I not have said this? Oh my gosh, what do they think of me? That's all anxiety. So one of the ways that we can deal with our anxiety is by getting these free tips from social media. Like I said, I think it's great. But be careful because overwhelm is a part of anxiety. You can go to TikTok, you can go to Instagram, and you can get overwhelmed by all the information around anxiety. So here's one thing I would say to do. Let's say, for example, you are dealing with, I don't know, like a a mindset issue that you're dealing with. You're hard on yourself. Your inner critic comes in and tells you something like, you know, you're not going to be able to really make it as an entrepreneur. You know, you've been in the corporate world all these years. The entrepreneurial world is really hard. You're probably not going to be able to do it. And what you find is that every time you go to work on your entrepreneurial work, you get really nervous and you get anxious. You start shaking. You start having negative thoughts. So one thing you might want to do is start to do that thought work or look at your mindset. And so what I would, maybe somebody on TikTok would tell you is to look for the evidence. So this comes from the world of cognitive behavioral therapy. This is cognitive therapy, or what many life coaches call the work. Look for the evidence of you feeling like you're never going to make it as an entrepreneur. Maybe you got this imposter syndrome that's kicking in for you. So I really want you to look at your mindset and look at the evidence for the negative thoughts you're having. yourself. Okay. And then maybe number two, I would say somebody or somebody would say on TikTok, do a big brain dump. So that's where you go and you journal and you just take everything that's in your head and you write it all down. And then you read it back to yourself later. And you can kind of suss out like what of this is true? What of this is not true? Once again, going back to looking for the evidence of your big brain dump negative thoughts. Okay. So let's say you have found a couple, maybe two or three, a therapist, maybe two, maybe a life coach, and maybe there's a mental health advocate on there. And they're saying things that you really like. Choose, I would say three people, three accounts and follow them. So what I would have you do, and this is what I have my clients do, curate your feed, 
curate your TikTok feed, curate your, your Instagram feed, curate Facebook if you're in groups. Don't be in every anxiety group because what happens is, first of all, you can get too much information, TMI. And yes, there is a thing, such a thing as too much information. There we go again with the overwhelm. And what I have found and what clients tell me, now I'm not in the Facebook groups as much. What my clients tell me is that what it, in the beginning is helpful starts to become not helpful because they they read everybody else's comments. And sometimes everybody else's comments, they may not be where you are on your anxiety journey. And they could actually they're doing their own work and getting their own help, but it's not helping you because they're actually taking you back like six months because you're thinking to yourself, I dealt with that six months ago. I don't really want to read about this or hear about this right now because it's not where I'm at. So curate that Facebook group. Maybe you don't go into that anxiety Facebook group anymore, or maybe you leave that group. And so let's say it's like, well, there's a couple people on TikTok I really like. Okay, follow them and only follow them. So go to your following section. Don't don't go to, I think it's the for you section, right? Don't click on for you, click on following. And those two people who are anxiety experts that you like, you're watching their stuff all the time. Okay. Or maybe on Instagram, unfollow, curate that feed, unfollow the people who eh, they sometimes say things I like, sometimes not so much. It doesn't resonate with me. Unfollow them and just pick out maybe one or two people. Now what I want you to do is I want you to take action with it. I want you to go to your notes section on your phone, or I want you to go buy a new journal or go get a notepad, and I want it to be your anxiety coping skills. And then I want you to write down what it is they said. So don't just watch it and then scroll through and watch something else. If something that they said really resonates with you, go and get your book, write down their tips for dealing with anxiety, and then move on, go on to something, go on to your comedy, go on to your reality housewife stuff or your reality TV show feed and watch that stuff. You're done with the anxiety accounts, okay? Because I think that we need to really start to narrow it down. Don't just mindlessly scroll through. So the next time you're feeling anxious, I want you to go to your journal or pull up that anxiety section in your notes and your phone and read through the tips or the skills that they taught you. Okay, so I hope that this is helpful for you because I I do see that this happens quite a bit that we have anxiety, we find that we're second guessing ourselves, we find that we're feeling really insecure about a situation, we're all up in our heads about something, and so we go to social media to help us with it. But what happens is we're listening and we're we're like paying attention to too many people. Our brains can't handle it. Our minds are not meant for that, and so let's take action and let's stop that behavior and let's try a new behavior. And that new behavior is, it's a behavior, it's an action step. So go get that journal, get a new section in your notes and write it down. When you're feeling anxious, go and read only what they have said. Okay. And uh, I hope that that's helpful. Okay. So if you want to reach out to me, if you're looking for coaching, I've got a couple slots open in May. I would love to hear from you. And as always, if you there's something you want me to talk about on here that I haven't spoken about yet, something you're interested in, please reach out to me. I'm happy. I love hearing from listeners and I love your, your input, your insights. Um, and I just, that's how I learned too. So uh, I wanted to share this one with you and um, yeah. So mad love everybody. Reach out to me and um, until next time.